Welcome to another episode of Unleash Your Supernova Live. I'm your host, Nova Lorraine, and the author of Unleash Your Supernova, the new book just recently launched in bookstores internationally. So if you haven't gotten your copy yet, definitely check out your favorite bookstore, maybe Amazon, Books A Million, Barnes & Noble, or a digital copy on Kindle. Definitely get it now. I'm also the mother of four, the founder of Rain Magazine, Pink Kangaroo, the Rain School of Fashion, and Noble Rain International. I am here with one of my favorite people in the world, my co-host, Ryan Anderson, founder of Ryan Esquire a business and peak performance coaching and consulting company. He'll be joining me as my partner in crime as we help you unleash your supernova. If you end up liking Ryan as much as I do, you can get more by checking out RyanEsquire.com. That's Ryan with an O, R-Y-O-N, Esquire.com. So join the fun live every Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern as we help you increase creativity the burnout, and happily survive the roller coaster of creative entrepreneurship. This is the companion show to the book, Unleash Your Supernova, your go-to guide for immediately usable tips on mindset, creativity hacks, decreasing stress, and unlocking your limitless potential. If you miss us on Fridays on BBS Radio, no problem. Make sure to download and subscribe to the Unleash Your Supernova podcast. Hey, Ryan, you ready to rock and roll? Hey, Ryan, you ready to rock and roll? I am, yeah. All right, cool. I thought I lost you there. No, no, I'm going to break in here and tell you why, what's going on. We'll edit this out later, but we're recording you live. So you are live. I patched you in live. I was going to tell Roy that, hey, this will go on later, but you're live now. Um, Hey, there's no program going on. The audience might enjoy it. Audience, enjoy it. All right, carry on. (laughs) So, Ryan, what have you been up to this week? You know, it's been a crazy busy week. I, I've had just like random phone calls with, with people like I wanted with someone in France today, which is just you know, crazy how much technology allows us to communicate people all over the world. Um, you never know where that may go. And um, I'm still uh, thinking about the chapter that I have to read, uh, write probably this weekend for um, the book that I'm going to be in because um, it's due like that first of this coming month. And um, okay. yeah, just busy kind of doing that kind of stuff and thinking about things that I should be doing, right? So how about yourself? Well, I am still kind of uh, catching up from the whirlwind of the book launch. Basking in the glow, yeah. (laughs) No, I am catching up to emails. I'm trying to catch up to some sleep. Um, And we're just a week in from launch. Um, I'm not sure Mm -hmm. when you'll be... You know, for our listeners that will be listening to this on our podcast um, in the future, uh, the book launched March 16th. So it's just a week out. And, yeah, it's been a whirlwind. And so we're just into week two. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, oh, am I done promoting yet? <laughs> you just started. Yeah. <laughs> I know. 
But you know what? I, I find it really hard, not necessarily to promote others, because I love doing that. I'm a, I'm a cheerleader at heart, and if it's promoting ice and to Eskimos, I'll do that. Wait, what was that? Mm-hmm. And in college. And in college, yes, that's true, that's true. And so, but when it comes to promoting myself, that's when I get a little gun-shy. And I just don't like coming across as like, oh, hey, I'm wonderful, I'm amazing, check me out. And I think Mm -hmm. that's, you know, something that a lot of artists have an issue with, right? Like, we are artists, we want to create, we want to, you know, put our work out there, but not all of us have that inner cheerleader, self-cheerleader, you know, built in, built inside of us. So that's the challenge that I'm dealing with now is continuing on the promotion train being, you know, again, not on day one of launch. So that's what I'm working through. It is. It's hard because um, I grew up, you know, very small-town, blue-collar, uh, you know, parentage, and um, it was never brag on yourself at all. It, it, it I would like to say it was, you know, let your actions speak for you, but I'm not even sure it was that on some level. It, it was very much, I mean, you know, be seen and not heard type thing. And mm. um, so much of, of marketing, especially nowadays, um, in many ways is, you know, look at me, look at me, tell me how great I am and, you know, all that kind of, and, and it is very hard. I'm the same way. Like I have a really hard time even on sales calls, which is one-on-one, right? I'm not even broadcasting to the world, you know, really conveying my value in many ways because I, I feel like I'm bragging and and I don't I, I I'm all about confidence but I never want to step over into arrogance because to me it's it's all about you know the difference is can you back it up right and, mm. and until you work with me until you you know have experience whatever uh, yeah I'm, I'm just kind of blowing smoke right because because dude, there's no way for you to really truly validate minus you know I guess references um, what I'm saying right so I have a hard time with it as well, and um, you know, even the st- even as much as I've worked on it and all the coaching I've heard about it and all the um, you know trying to step outside of my comfort zone, I've done with it. I'm still not what I'd call good or either or comfortable with it. So I I totally relate to what you're saying. You know, it's so funny in the book, especially early on, I talk about tell everyone what you are doing and or what you want mm-hmm. to do, and you'll be surprised on how many people want to help you. So I say it, I share it, I know I should be promoting. Yep. <laughs> yep. I know I should yep. be standing on the rooftop saying, hey, I accomplished this really big thing, and I'm super excited about it. And mm-hmm. so I will charge forward. Um, because I do wholeheartedly believe in it, and you know, but I'm recognizing that it's it's a challenge, and if it's a challenge for me, and I wrote about it, and I'm, you know, teaching others to do it, then I'm sure it's even a greater challenge for others. So, I would love to talk about some additional tips or words of wisdom to help mm-hmm. get over this fear we have, or I won't even say it's fear, this um, shyness when it comes to promoting ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I feel that if we take the attention off of us, which, again, we tend to be very self-judgmental or critical, and then put Mm -hmm. it onto the mission or the cause or the purpose, then it's a lot easier to get back out there and champion (laughs) 
<laughs> that mm-hmm. product or, you know, whatever it is you're trying to get to your audience. And so I want to dive into that a little bit because I think if we're so focused on the product, let's say it's a new painting or as you know, designers, if it's a new garment or a handbag or jewelry, you know, whatever it is creatively we're doing, maybe a new song or a poem, if it's that, then it may be more challenging to go out there leading the parade. <laughs> but if you then mm-hmm. think about, okay, well, why did I even write this poem? And who can get value from this? Or why did I paint this picture? And maybe I just painted it because I love to paint. But who, if someone else owned it, what would they get out of it? And if we put that tension on the value, right? as opposed to ourselves, mm-hmm. the value we're delivering, I think it's a lot easier. So let's just dive into that a little bit for the show. What do you think? Okay. No, I'm ready. You ready? You're ready. Yeah. Uh, no, no, yeah. Pro, no protest? <laughs> okay. I could, but so I don't, I don't I feel that I'd be adding value about. to the program, so I, I thought I'd refrain. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, earlier this week, you and I got into a conversation about conscious entrepreneurs, and I thought that we could start yep. there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, doing, doing a little digging, there's, you know, there's articles that explain what a conscious entrepreneur is. But what I thought was interesting is that it was broken down into four categories, what a conscious entrepreneur mm-hmm. is. And the four categories are, one, purpose, what they call purposepreneurs, um, two, heart-centered preneurs, three, social impact ventures. And four, mission-driven brands. Okay, so those are the four categories. And Mm -hmm. I'm just going to give a brief description for those that are hearing these uh, terms used for the first time. So for the purposepreneurs, the description shared, and this is from the site Succeed on Purpose, most conscious entrepreneurs start with a business idea that was about the work itself. For example, I love to do this type of work, and I want my work to matter. This type of conscious entrepreneur wants to do work he or she enjoys and is passionate about. Okay, that's pretty straightforward. Number two, Mm -hmm. heart-centered preneurs. Through their passionate work, some conscious-centered preneurs find a particular community or group they want to serve, either in the local community or community segment. The meaning is in both the work as well as the people served through the work. I definitely want to jump back to that. Okay, number three, social impact ventures. These are conscious entrepreneurs who shift their work to make a macro impact, collaborating a shift industry and society in some meaningful way. The focus is somewhat on meaning, but predominantly on impact. Number four, mission-driven brands. These are conscious entrepreneurs who want to broaden their impact and shift industry and society through work they enjoy. The meaning is certainly the work, but the meaning has evolved to the people who are being served through the work and making an impact is now equally as important. And so I was reading this and I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, yep, yep, yep. But when I got to mission driven brands, that is Mm -hmm. very close to what I would describe as a creative entrepreneur and a definition that I've been using for the last 14 years as it relates to rain magazine when identifying who our audience is and the people we're touching through the multiple platforms we now have, including Pink Kangaroo, including Unleash Your Supernova, including the Rain School. So I want to zero in on mission-driven brands. 
But I want to get your thoughts on all of those. Yeah, no, uh, first with the mission-driven one, because I'm thinking about it, that very much relates to, um, I've been reading Lead with Why by um, Simon Sinek, and um, it, it very much is that, it, it is, it's all about how um, most brands, you know, tell you what they do, how they do it, and why they do it, and that's how most brands do their advertising, and it's kind of how they think about the products or services or offerings, and all that kind of stuff, right? And, and what that mm-hmm. is, what that is, it turns you into a commodity because it's what makes you different, right? What, what small little detail or feature, feature makes you different from your competition. Um, and that's highly, that's highly, you know, reproducible. Whereas, uh, what you would call mission driven, um, entrepreneurs, it's, they flip that script and, and they, they tell you why they're doing what they're doing and then how and then what. And the primary example that was brought up in the book is Apple, right? Like Apple. Apple has this like cult-like following of people that like are just ravenously, ravenously waiting for any type of product release, and they don't even look at what the competition's offering. They just wait for the next Apple product, you know, set down like enormous amounts of money for a product that, in many ways, does similar, if not the exact same thing as the competition. But because um, Apple conveys itself with its mission, right? So it's all about disruption. It's all about creativity. It's all about um, you know, beautiful, elegant design, so you can you know go on and do uh, do the things that you need to do. I mean, what the best example was when the iPad first came out. The advertisements what what wasn't like you know five gigs of memory and you know play these songs. It was a thousand songs in your pocket, right? Like that right there completely changes the emotional attachment that people not only have to that product but now have to that category and have to that company, right? And that's because, like you said, mission, right? Their, Apple is conveying their mission to their audience, tapping into that emotional center, because um, we buy on emotion for logical reasons, right? So um, mm-hmm. I, I, I completely agree with that, because not only does it help you speak to your audience, but then we, when you take it to within the company, it really helps you to um, focus your team because they not only know where they're going, they know why they're going there, right? Why they're spending the hours, why they're, you know, growing, evolving, learning, right? It helps you attract the right kind of people to work for you because they understand what your mission is, what you're working toward, and if it resonates with them, like, you're going to have this amazing employee, right? Um, and, and then, again, it, it helps you tap into your customer base for the exact same reason. So uh, I'm, I'm very in step with you on that mission, you know, driven uh, company, purpose, all that kind of good jazz. Yeah, and, you know, uh, I would say going back to the creative entrepreneur and, and how I would describe that individual, it's someone who's doing what they love, using their their gifts. You know, their gifts mm-hmm. are their work. Are they singing? Are they acting? Are they dancing? Are they designing? Mm-hmm. Are they painting? Are they writing? Um, and Or programming, you know, for those techpreneurs out there. So they're using their gifts, and they're passionate about it. But they want to turn this product into something that can make a positive impact on a community. And it could yep. be a micro yep. community, but, and it also could be a global community, right? And so that was always something for me that distinguished the audience that we were catering to through Rain mm-hmm. and everyone else. And I love the fact that it's encapsulated in this the description of mission-driven brands mm-hmm. or mission-driven entrepreneurs because that 
to me, almost sums up all the others above it. If you have a mission, you have a purpose. If you're making an oh, yeah, impact, absolutely. you're doing something socially, right? If you're impacting a community, mm-hmm. you're doing something socially. If you choose to make an impact, then that's arguably heart-centered. So it's like wrapping in all of these categories into one and going back to the point in the earlier part of our conversation when I was getting shy about promoting my book after day one of launch, Mm -hmm. by focusing back on that mission, well, why did I even write the book, right? You mentioned the why. Well, going Mm -hmm. back to the why, going back to the mission, it takes me out of my head and say, wait, wait, no, but get over, let's go. You have people to impact. You have people that are waiting for information that can help change their lives in a positive way. So if you don't get out there and champion the very thing you created for this purpose, then who is? Mm -hmm. And so now it takes me out of that ego realm where it's like, oh, no, what are they going to think? Blah, blah, blah. Am I being judged? Blah, blah, blah. And now it's, oh, wait a minute. This can help one person. That one person can help 10 people. Those 10 people can help 100,000 people. And so I, I love the fact that, you know, when we're talking about types of entrepreneurs, if we help our listeners, those that are on this journey of entrepreneurship, to go back to their why, go back to their mission, to help them get out of what some people may call the imposter syndrome or some people may call, you know, like, um, you know, self-judgment, not being mindful, to use that why, to use that mission, to really go out there and champion what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see that was a mic drop. I left you speechless. <laughs> well, I know it wasn't that. It, it, I, I thought you were going to continue with something, so I was waiting for the for the for the rest of the statement. So, um, you know, I, I, I do. I, I I agree with that um, uh, because uh, you know whether you're talking about mission driven company like you're talking about or like mine, which is you know lead with why. Um, you are many ways you're doing the same thing, which would go to your point, which is you're changing the focus and you're changing the focus off of you, off of a kind of, in many ways, a selfish type of view because it's like, you know, how is this going to affect me? Who's going to judge me? Um, you know, are, are they going to think I'm, you know, arrogant or conceited or better than, right? And it shifts it more to that, that global help. Like, like, I'm like, why? I'm doing this to help others. Like, like it's all about, it's all about sharing this information for the embetterment of, of my community, of a larger community, uh, to, to, to convey this information that, that I've learned along my journey and help other people along their journey, right? So it, it very much takes it from a, a, a kind of selfish, self-judging place to a, a place of, of giving and a place of broader perspective of enhancing a community, right? And, and you're right, when it does that, it completely changes uh, not only the motivations, it also changes the self-evaluation process. And it, it kind of, in a weird way, gives you the courage to go on despite your self-doubt or despite maybe some criticism. Mm. And because you, because it, it's, it's, kind of the same, it's kind of the same thing as, like, why when you, like, you know, start trying to lose weight, why it's so much harder to do it by yourself than it is to go like Weight Watchers and do a community. Because you have that community support and, and you have that community accountability, it's kind of the same thing. But by, by, by working on that community, you're, you're you're tapping into 
not only that community's support, but that community's purpose and, and that community's kind of drive, need to support and uplift, right? And um, I think that's why shifting it from uh, what, you, like what you said, which was the you know, internal perspective to an external you know, community perspective, is so powerful and why it does allow you to, to kind of you know, really get out of your own head and, and get beyond yourself and, and share your gifts with the world in order to change it. Yeah, that was so well said. I was going for my, I, my mic drop moment, but I didn't <laughs> get it apparently. I should have waited just a few more seconds. Yeah, I need a, <laughs> I need a more profound pregnant pause. Nova. I did, I did, I did. I gave it to you. At least you could have done. No, anyway, continue. <laughs> well, you know what? I think this is a great time to just take a break for our sponsor and... Mm-hmm. Then I I want to go into some questions from our listeners, and we're gonna, we have a new segment that we're adding today. So I want to make sure we have enough time to get to that. So, okay. our show is sponsored by the Pink Kangaroo Podcast Network, and that's Kangaroo with the U, and it's a home for wild thinkers. So if you are a host and you're looking for a home for your podcast show definitely check out the Pink Kangaroo Podcast Network. If you are a listener and you're in the world of creativity or entrepreneurship, then Pink Kangaroo is for you. And again, our show is sponsored by the Pink Kangaroo Podcast Network, and that's Kangaroo with a U. So coming back to what we were talking about as it relates to having that assurance and confidence to push forward to promote yourself and or promote a new product or service is so, so important. And I feel that, as we touched on, having that mission, leading with that purpose, knowing your why are hacks that you can use to get over the fear or get over the self-doubt of self-promotion. If you're doing Before it Before you continue... Yeah, I kind of want to change one word, and this is me being, you know, maybe that kind of coach part of it. I always hate the yeah. word hack because hack seems like, you know, a a trick, you know, that that's going to screw up the process. And and I think okay. what we're discussing is so much deeper than some you know, like like trendy, you know, today type hack, right? It, it's much mm-hmm. more of a it's, it's a mindset shift. It's it's a belief shift. You know, it, it, mm. it, it's a deeper, like, this, this, what I'm doing is bigger than me. It is is resonating mm-hmm. with a larger group, a larger purpose, you know. Uh, and so it, it's so much more than a hack because in many ways it's, it's a philosophy change. It's a life change. It, it, it's a business, um, uh, maybe organizational or business uh, strategy change, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's, one mm-hmm. of, like, it's one of those seismic shifts that changes everything, right? It's not some trick of the day. That's what I was trying to say earlier. It's not some trick of the day, right? It, it's like when it's, it's a lifestyle, business style, seismic shift in how you operate. It's kind of how I view it. But anyway, continue. No, that, I'm glad you stopped me because that is an important point to make. And by saying, for me, by saying hack, maybe misconstruing that this is just a quick little thing and, no, it's absolutely, you're absolutely right. It is a belief system, and it is a mindset thing, you know, and I 
love that you brought the attention to having something that you're a part of that's bigger than you or doing this for a reason that's bigger than you. And that in and of itself is going to push you forward. And remembering that is going to push you forward. And I am a testimony to that because I wrote this book because I Mm -hmm. truly want to help people through my life experiences. The ones that the, the stories of failure and the stories of success. And I love telling stories, so that's my love, right? That's the work part of the mm-hmm. mission-driven um, component. But I could tell stories to my kids and stop there, you know? But I want to help a community. I want to help a community of young adults, of teens, of women, of entrepreneurs, of creatives. I want them to be successful. I want them to never give up on their dreams. And so for me, it was worth sitting down and spending the weeks, the months, the years, taking this from idea to, edu- to execution. So it's something that I talk about in the book, you know, having something that's bigger than you. And I also feel, as Ryan said, for our listeners, that that bigger reason, that bigger goal is a mindset shift. You know, are you just getting up every day to do another task? Or are you getting up every day to make a difference in a positive way? And again, we're not all here to change the world, but maybe you're here to change a micro community. And so, and that's fine. You know, all of it's good. So I love, I'm glad that you stopped me. Um, that was a really important point. So thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, of course. I'm, I'm really glad you... we have another 30 minutes of the show to expound on this kind of stuff too. Because, um, <laughs> you know, like, like, like this is, you know, it, it's, it's deep, it's deep important stuff that, Unfortunately, I don't think a lot of people realize. Like, like I don't know about you, but when I when I started my entrepreneurial journey, I grew mm-hmm. more as a human and actually became a better human than mm. um, I ever thought I would, and then then I started right because um, it, it is such a tough journey that there's a lot of self exploration in order to push through that doubt, to push through those setbacks, to, to push so through true. that fear, right? And and, mm-hmm. and so um, I. You know, so that's why I like these deeper conversations because the entrepreneurial journey is a deep journey. You know, it, 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 it's in many ways it's a spiritual journey, right? Um, mm-hmm. As far as mm-hmm. like, what kind of entrepreneur do I want to be? How do I want to run my business? How do I want to treat my customers? You know, you know, how do I want all all those questions that that you end up going through, right? How am I going to balance work life with my family or or friends or, right. or or whatever? Right? How am I going to get back to my community? Whether it's you know my religious community, my a community where I live, or, or the greater community of entrepreneurs, the greater community of the, of the customers that I serve, and um, it, 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 it's such a it's such a spiritual, powerful awakening that I wish more people had these deeper conversations, because not only is that where the real, real work is, but that these are the conversations that that cause you to do those seismic seismic shifts that I mentioned earlier, that make you change your business that that completely blow your competition out of the water because they cannot reproduce your why, your purpose, your passion, your motivations, right? Your mission, right? And, um, yeah, so that's why I'm glad we have a little bit extra time to discuss this. Yeah. Ooh, you were dropping some knowledge. Listen, (laughs) I mean, there's so much there that I could, I could, uh, you know, um, expand, expand on. I, I want to, as you were talking about the entrepreneurial journey, what came to me was that these categories almost 
are a journey. Like you may start with the purpose yeah. and then you end with the mission, right? Like, so yep. I feel that you may say, hey, I want to do this because I love pets. So I'm going to um, create a business where I walk dogs, for example. And that's the purpose. You love pets. You figured, you know, yeah. you'll be around dogs. And then as you progress through this journey and go through that roller coaster ride, as you mentioned, then you may evolve, or a lot of times we do, not that we set out to, but we do, in fact, evolve into the mission-driven entrepreneur. And yep. from my experience of the individuals that I've interviewed, especially the, the um, entrepreneurs that are on you know, brand number two, three, or four, you can mm-hmm. see the evolution in their brand. So they may have created this cool little app, they sold it for yep. XYZ, and now they want to do something that's going to, you know, really make Change an impact. Or now, mm-hmm. yeah. And so you see this mm-hmm. evolution as well. So it's exciting to know. I that was just going to ask you what your journey was like before you went into that, because I mean, you know, I, I mean, like when you started, however many mm-hmm. years ago, like what 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 do you think your purpose was? Um, when I started, I wanted to impact the history of fashion mm-hmm. and so there was this goal that was bigger than me at that moment in time mm-hmm. but when I and that was before I started school so when I got into school and and I was immersed 24-7 in the fashion space I wanted to you know be that next star designer and and that was more of a me right so it started with this yeah. oh I want to yeah. impact history of fashion for that, mm-hmm. and I did want to do it in a, in, for the reason of um, my personal experience, not seeing anyone that looked like me in the history books, and I didn't want someone that would come after me to say, oh, I want to do this, and turn away because they didn't see themselves reflected. But it was still, I would say, still a me thing, and with, a, with an extension to the community. And then when I was in design school, and I was all ripped up, and I couldn't wait to graduate because I wanted to launch a fashion company, and I wanted to be successful, and I wanted, you know, my name to be on labels, it was definitely more of a me. And when I got into, that, when I launched the company, and here I am, the young mom, in, in the fashion space, figuring this thing out, you know, not the, not the designing part of it, partly that, but the entrepreneurial journey, that quickly changed into the community and the impact. So five years in after launching Novelarine, the fashion line, I launched Rain Magazine, which was completely a passion project to help other entrepreneurs and other creatives never give up on their dreams. So that was an evolution, and that was through my own pain points and the lows that I experienced. And I said, you know what? I don't want anyone else to go through what I'm going through and decide to quit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I'm Mm -hmm. so grateful that I didn't quit. And then, you know, you go through it, and then you realize, whoa, this is missing, that's missing, this is, and, and I'm very much a solution-driven person. So instead of mm-hmm. complaining about what's not there, my brain goes to, ooh, well, what could be here to fix this problem? And I was complaining at first, and I said, you know what? Let me be a solution to the problem. Why don't I create a platform? You know, I didn't have a platform to go to when I was early in my journey, so let me create something for others to come to. And that's how Marine was born. So there was definitely an evolution. How about you? 
That's interesting because you because you, you did you, knowing what I know about you, you haven't gotten to where you are now. Because um, <laughs> it's even bigger than that now. It is. Um, you want to finish that story? You want to leave everybody <laughs> on a cliffhanger here? Um, and then we're going to get to you. So. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, not, that, I'm not dodging the question here. I'm no, no, I got making you, you finish your story. You know, this is no, this is not a to be continued conversation. But continue. Yeah. So, Rain being 14 years in, and again learning a whole new set of <laughs> what to do and what not to do. Mm-hmm. Um, that led me to unleash your supernova, the book, and the podcast, and so. Mm-hmm. You definitely, I, I feel that, yes, I went through what I went through as a designer and launched Rain because I want to help other creatives and designers not give up. And then going through it when I went through Rain was like, wait a minute, I want to help a larger community of entrepreneurs, you know, and, and then young entrepreneurs as a mom um, really understand what it takes to be an entrepreneur and, and really explore serious questions to make that decision or choose to make a pivot in their career or life towards entrepreneurship, which I had done, had done early on. And then on that journey, I said, well, here I am doing a podcast and here's this other you know, set of obstacles and challenges. Why not be a solution to this problem, which birthed Pink Kangaroo? And mm-hmm. The book just launched, Unleashed Supernova, and that was a two-year, oh, gosh, actually, wow, it was 2017 when I first had the idea of writing the book. So here we are, almost, you know, three and a half to four years later, and I'm like, whoa, this journey as a writer, as an author, is also super challenging, and how can I help other writers, you know, and so giving advice, you know, for free to other writers. Um, as they ask and being a resource to them and looking at other ways to formally help a larger number of writers. So I feel like every, every journey, you know, those micro journeys help create a new mission and a new purpose for a new audience. And so here I am today doing this live show because, you know, Mm -hmm. I want people to know about the book. I want them to know that there's ways where they're, when they are around those down days, that they don't want to, you know, they're not motivated and they don't know where to turn. They don't know what questions to ask themselves. They don't know how to get through those obstacles. Well, here's a toolkit that literally, it's super easy to read, get through. You can apply it right now. And that way, that person or those people or that community you're trying to help can, can get that product or service that you're trying to bring to the world. And so that's, that's where I am right now. It's like continuing to find ways to help others at the end of the day. But, you know, it's that mission that keeps me moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I started, I was, um, my, my, my entrepreneurial journey anyway, I was looking for a way not to have to work 60 hours a week. I, I was greatly mm-hmm. misinformed, by the way. But, um, <laughs> That's kind of how I started my started my journey was looking for that, and then once I I started like I've i told before my competitiveness kicked in, so I I wanted to be the best at what I was doing, which at the time was fixing and flipping homes, and so I started you know learning all these different different things, which 
that started me on, because I said, you know, like I said, entrepreneurship is a kind of a spiritual journey, so it kind of led me on this journey of um, self-improvement, right? Whether it was for myself personally, for the business, whatever I needed to do. And as I went along that journey, I was kind of like, why don't I start doing this for, you know, a career, right? And, and so I pivoted mm-hmm. to that and started, you know, my coaching, doing what I'm doing now. And um, that early on was was not only – in many ways it was, you know, to make a living for myself, right? And and not only that, but to help people along the way. And and the more I've grown in my, my coaching journey, the more I've been exposed to people, uh, different thoughts, ideas, because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm always seeking information from different sources. Uh, it, it, it's really – and this has probably been the past year or so – Gone from more um, me, like like like, what can I set up for, for me to to live the kind of life that I want to live, which is important, by mm-hmm. the way. Like th- those questions are important to have answered, but it, but it's right. recently gone to much more mission, and it's funny because every every piece of business advice you ever ever listen to when it comes to like a business, like write your mission statement. And I don't know about you, but it's the hardest damn thing in the world to do until you really truly figure out what your mission is. Otherwise, you're just putting mm-hmm. a bunch of words on a piece of paper that sound cool and profound and like inspiring right and mm-hmm. um it, is, it doesn't work because it's inauthentic to you there's a bunch of words that you put on a page or saw somewhere else you thought looked cool or someone told you it was profound or whatever and um when i was talking to you the other day and we, we i ended up kind of spitting off that mission statement for you and i was like oh, i'm still in it nova um it's because in many ways it, it worked for me and and i i stole it but i, I alternate altered it and I, I, for me, it came from, like, my mission is to inspire, lead, and serve those that want to change the world. And I mm. think that really summarizes where I am evolution in my evolution of being a coach, where I am in my evolution um, as far as the business, and where I am in my evolution as far as the impact that I want to have on the world, right? Um, I, I not only want to have an impact on the people that I coach, but I want the people that I coach to have an impact on everybody that they come in contact with, whether it's customers, whether it's employees, and whether it's family and friends, right? So um, that's really where I am now. And, and, and once I, I came, I, I, you know, stole what I told you and then altered a little bit for me, it's crazy not only how much that resonates with who I am as a person and who I am at my core, but the few people that I've shared it with, you know, since then, how much, like, you can almost feel them getting chills and goosebumps from it, right? And it's not mm. because any of those words individually are all that amazing. It's it's not it's the combination of those words, it's the order of the words, and it's the passion in which I say those words that that really convey uh, the essence of who I am as a person, who I am as a business person, um, and the impact I want to leave on the world, right? So um, that's kind of been my journey through it, you know. And, and that's why I'm like that's why I said it's such an it's almost a spiritual journey, right? Because um, when you do really do try to do business in the right way, you, in many ways, that's what religion is all about, right? It's all about teaching you how to behave in the right way. So it's kind of, in many ways, the same self-awakening, same questions, same, you know, thoughts, anxiety, fears, whatever. And, um, and so I, in many ways, I've gone through my like, business spiritual awakening. And, and it's kind of where, you know, I am now, which goes to your point of, you know, entrepreneurs that are on the fourth, fifth venture, like the goals, the mission is so much bigger, more profound and impactful than it was when they, you know, started their first dog walking app or whatever it may be. <laughs> you know, it, it's interesting that you mentioned the spiritual component and the awakening component. 
Uh, I don't know if it's talked about a lot um, within entrepreneurial communities. I know it's something that I've uh, definitely experienced, you know, as I meet entrepreneurs and interview them on a regular basis and hear their stories. And there's definitely a spiritual journey going on. There's definitely a huge amount of personal growth and self-exploration. And that probably contributes, you know, to that mission and that purpose and coming out of the me bubble and realizing how connected we all are and, you know, that compassion growing as you move forward, you know, for others. And so it's, it is an incredible experience. And again, I feel that it takes a lot of fortitude, perseverance, consistency, support, (laughs) balance, you know, um, and, and tricks, you know, uh, in terms of getting to that point of balance and, getting through those moments of self-doubt, you know, um, I talk about mindfulness as a really powerful tool that can assist with that in the book. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I love how you brought that up because it's something that is not shared a lot. It's, it's something that as entrepreneurs, we get it, you know, we give that head yeah, nod, like, yeah. yeah, I got yep. you, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. because we're experiencing very similar things, but I do think it's something that should be discussed more. I do think, that is individuals know that entrepreneurship is more than just a shorter work schedule, which is, like you said, very inaccurate, yeah. at least in the beginning. Yeah, um, I was glad <laughs> about that little point. Yeah, <laughs> really important. You know, and um, more than just, you know, about the money. There are plenty of people with lots of money that are unhappy and haven't grown and haven't yep. created a, a mission or a purpose in life. So, it, but if they know that by sticking to this journey, that they will absolutely experience a powerful, you know, path of self-growth and um, evolve to that mission-driven life if they're not already there, and it's so much more rewarding. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I love how you brought that brought that up. I want to go to a couple questions um, before. Okay. We get to the end of our show, so these are questions for our listeners, and I think I'm, I'm thinking about doing this a little differently. I'm thinking I will read a question, and I'm going to say, okay, you take that question, Ryan, and I'll read another one, and I'll take that question. So so you're going to give me all the fastballs, and you're going to take all the softballs? <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe. Uh-huh. Maybe. Um <laughs> Let's see. High and hard, Nova. High and hard. Here it comes. Here it comes. (laughs) Oh, yes. This is a good one. Okay. See, told you. If you you were to write a book about yourself, how would you name it? How would I name it? You're asking for, like, a specific title that I would name it? Yep. If you were to write a book about yourself, how would you name it? Funny that you say that. I would not have come up with this um, uh, unless we had this conversation today. You know, I think it might be the spiritual journey of entrepreneurship. Oh, okay. I'm liking yeah. that. And I don't know if that's why because you already said that. An why. hour ago, it would have been <laughs> way, way, way more superficial <laughs> and trite, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so it would, would it be your 
spiritual journey? Because this is about no. It could be yourself. if I want to make a bi- like autobiography. I think it would just be the spiritual journey in general. Yeah, because I mean, it's something mm. that like said, it, we all resonate. It, it resonates with all of us, right? You know, it may be it may be a collection of a bunch of different entrepreneurs and their journey, right? And their spiritual awakening mm. came with it. Like I could see a chapter on like you know my spiritual awakening was how to be kinder to others, right? My, my spiritual awakening was you know truthfully how to serve my community. My you know my spiritual awakening was. I didn't want to work 60 hours a week. I wanted to spend more time with my family, and I came up with ways to do that. I can see a chapter, I'm just spitballing this as we're going, but I can see, you know, a chapter, a topic, right, and based around that entrepreneur, entrepreneur's journey and what their spiritual awakening was or, or spiritual lesson was uh, along, you know, their journey, right, along their path. Hmm. I think we have the workings of a. We book have a book in the making. Yeah, you're, Ryan. you're trying to damn just to make me an offer. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No more excuses. You got your title. You got your why. You got your topics. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. Spiritual waking, the Buddhist philosophy yes. of entrepreneurship. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. So I'm going to hold you to it. You know this. You know this. So, I'm glad this is recorded because you know damn good and well I'm not going to remember the name of the title of the book that I just gave you as soon as we got the recording, right? So. Oh, man. All right. So, another question from our listeners is What piece of advice would you give to college graduates who want to become entrepreneurs? So, let's see. Um, Hmm, there's so much. There's so much. Uh, I would say get an internship with an entrepreneur. Not a large company, a very small startup, one person, two people, less than five, um, a team of five if you can. And the reason why is that you'll be working very closely with the founder. You will be able to potentially uh, assist on a variety of tasks. You will also be able to witness some of the ups and downs that the entrepreneur is going through, and you'll have close enough access to ask very detailed questions. So it's an amazing way to experience entrepreneurship through someone else's eyes and someone else's dime, and then take away what you feel works for you Note the things that don't, and then also find a way to contribute to the growth of that organization. Because when you step into a role of entrepreneurship, that will be you, you know, in that leadership role. That would be you creating the visions and troubleshooting. And so it would be great to experience how someone else is doing that. It may be if they're doing it successfully or not, there's still something to take away from that experience. And it really opens your eyes to, at least at the, uh, the beginning of opening your eyes to what entrepreneurship entails. So I feel the, the earlier you can get that hands-on experience, so you can decide where you fit in the world of entrepreneurship. Are you the visionary? Are you the right-hand man? Are you the team player? You know, the first five, the first ten to join the team, and you're bringing that entrepreneurial spirit to the growth of that business? You know, are you a solopreneur? And are you interested in building something to sell in three to four or five years? So I I feel that the quicker you can get that hands-on experience 
to understand what's not just written in books, but uh, to get some real practical experience, the better. I agree with that. So that's what I would do. That's what the advice I would give. And we added a new segment that I mentioned earlier. And it's hopefully we'll have time to do this and give our shout outs at the end. But yeah, we got about was, three minutes. So you may have time for one. <laughs> yeah. If, yeah, we got about three minutes. Um, think of a supernova, a person. It could be historical, current, that's still alive. Historical figure is someone that's, you know, uh, um, uh, still with us, that you would describe who has unleashed their supernova. Someone that, is, that inspires you in some way or someone that you've learned from based on what they've done, you know, by unleashing their what we would call limitless potential. Who would you describe as a supernova and why? Are you asking me, or is this for our audience? I'm asking you. Show? I'm asking you, Mr. Ryan, with an O. <laughs> uh, I, can, I, can, I can give you a quick answer, but I can't give. I, I, I can give you a name, but I don't, know, I don't know if we have time to go into a deep, you know, conversation. But you know, for me, it was Tom Brady, right? You know, drafted 199, uh, sixth round. You know, one of the worst 40 videotapes ever, right? Who, um, you know, went from all that to winning seven Super Bowls, going to ten. Um, I mean, I become this incredible inspirational leader. Um, it, it went about maximizing, um, you know, your, like your abilities, your potential, right? Trusting in the process, um, and, and, and really just falling in love with, not only with the process, but with the mastery of your craft, right? And uh, that, that to me is, it's so inspiring because, you know, we may not all make the NFL, but we can all maximize the talents that we have. And, and that to me is, is what the, the journey of, like human experiences, right? It's maximizing the talents, the abilities, uh, the experiences that you have. Oh, yeah, that's a really good example. Tom Brady, yes, and that's very obvious when you think of a supernova, an exploding star, and someone that's shining bright. You can't miss Tom Brady and his accomplishments and what he represents. So, yeah, that's a really, really good one. Um, I would say Priyanka Chopra. I interviewed her some years ago prior to her relocating to the United States and becoming an actress here um, in Hollywood. And when I met her, she was um, still singing and working on an album. I believe she had just released a song with Pitbull when we did her interview. And she had shared some goals during this interview that she hit every single one of them. And one was she wanted to be a force in Hollywood. And she, how she takes her career extremely seriously. And she's very committed to her career and how she very much pays attention to her schedule and how she utilizes her time. And she was... I don't know. She's just a force. If you are around her, her presence, her kindness, her professionalism, and everything she spoke out during that interview, she made happen. She brought to life. And so she followed through with all of those ideas, and she was able to execute her various dreams. And I just think that's incredible. And they were very big goals. Um, you know, for some that if they, if they read the interview at the time and for her, it was just like, no, this is what I'm doing and I'm doing it. 
<laughs> I don't care if there's oceans that separate me from my dreams. This is what I'm doing. So she's definitely a supernova in my eyes. And um, in closing, I want to give some shout out to some fellow supernovas that has taken that leap and purchased the Unleash Your Supernova book. I want to say hello and thank you to Felicia Crawford in Georgia. Hello and thank you to Suzanne Showers in Florida. And hello and thank you to David Noble in Connecticut. So thank you for supporting um, me and my book. Thank you for expanding on your limitless potential and continuing to unleash your supernova. So that's all I got for you today, Ryan. You know, it was jam-packed. It was full. I hope the audience got as much of it as I did, and um, I look forward to next week. <laughs> see what, see what kind of here. knowledge you're dropping, right? Some kind of raindrops you drop, right? <laughs> oh, man, yes. Let it rain. Let the raindrops right, keep flowing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, listeners, it was such a pleasure being with you again for another week of Unleash Your Supernova Live. I'm Nova Lorraine. This is my partner in crime, Ryan Esquire. Again, check him out, Ryan, R-Y-O-N, Esquire.com. Um, if you need any guidance in your path of unleashing your supernova, uh, he is an amazing coach um, in terms of mindset and peak performance. He'll help you bring your dreams to life. I am Nova Lorraine, the author of Unleash Your Supernova. Definitely check out the book. And if you love it, please leave a review. It's available at all major bookstores. Again, this is your Unleash Your Supernova Live. And looking forward to seeing you or actually speaking to you again at our next show. Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>